but if you do know the truth, you've got to be obedient if you want to walk in accordance with the Lord. So if you will, I want you to turn to 1 Peter chapter 1, because we have to behave, and this is coming from Scripture, we have to behave as obedient children. It says in verse 14, Paul writing, or excuse me, Peter's writing, as obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. And we've discussed time and time again what being holy is. We know that it's being separate from the world, walking with Christ, not with the devil, walking um, as Christians, not as worldly, lustful people. And it doesn't matter, and I've said this this week, I, you know, only a handful of people watched the video I posted, but I said it this week, that um, you got to get out of your feelings. I know Brother Chris has, has taught on this before in Sunday school, but your emotions will lead you down the wrong path every time. Every time. We're easily angered. We're easily stirred in our emotions. And uh, because we're, we're human and, and the devil knows that, and the devil will do everything he can to stir the pot so that we rise up and act like heathens. And that's what's going on in the world right now. Evil does not justify being evil. And you don't recompense evil with evil. That's absolutely ignorant. It goes against the Word of God. It goes against, if you're a Christian and you're doing that, stop it. Or quit calling yourself a Christian because you're not walking in accordance with the Word. And if you flip over to uh, chapter 2, you don't even have to flip over, mine I don't even have to flip over, but 1 Peter chapter 2, 9 and 10, verses 9 and 10 says, But ye are a chosen generation. Ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of what? Darkness into a marvelous light which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Listen, we have been called by Christ to walk with Christ. We've been called by Christ to be the light of the world, to shine a light in a dark place. And right now, it is probably the darkest that I've seen it. And the Bible tells us it's going to get worse. The Bible tells us this is just the beginning of sorrows. This is the beginning of, of the hard times ahead. But we know that we're not appointed to wrath, and the body of Christ is going home soon. And I believe it's sooner than most would, would believe or like to think, especially those on the outside looking in. But we're faced today with a, a nation in turmoil. We have people that call themselves believers in Christ defending their actions of violence, defending their actions of destroying people's businesses and killing people. There was two officers killed within the last 24 hours in separate instances, but they were all dealing with riots that were in retaliation for George uh, Floyd's death. Is that, at least that's what they say they're for. And then I see 
on the news today that a man lost his life defending his business in the streets of Texas yesterday. And it was to such a point that the people rioting realized what they had done after it was too late. After they realized that this man's lifeless body is laying in the street, you could hear them saying, oh my God, oh my God. And then they're trying to clear people away from him. Look, it's too late. You took another man's life, and you think that's justified because one man's life was taken. It's not right. And if you're professing Christianity and you're doing that, shame on you. There's a whole bunch of words that run through my head, but the Lord tells me to love you anyway. The Lord tells me to pray for you, and that's exactly what I did yesterday exactly what I did today. But we got people that will profess Christianity. They'll even do an interview on the news talking how they're, they're believers in Christ, but they've had enough. I believe in Christ, but I'm a Christian and. No, it's not Jesus and. It's not Jesus, but. It's just Jesus. There's no more. You don't need to add anything to it. It's just Jesus. And we're supposed to rely on Him. We're supposed to put our trust in the Lord. We're supposed to let God dish out the judgment. We don't take... We're, we're, we're a nation of laws. Brother Howard just preached on it a couple weeks ago. We're a nation of laws. We're a republic. We have laws, and when they're violated, we let the justice system deal with it. We don't take matters in our own hand because the people have had enough. That's the case. We're no country at all. But we got people that go on TV and they'll call themselves Christian, profess Christianity. I got I got people that contact me uh, uh, in various means because they don't like the way I'm posting on Facebook or they don't like the way I, I defended um, the president. And then they'll use choice words towards me. And they'll call themselves Christian and cuss me out and defend themselves on their actions. And all I'm doing is supporting somebody. All I'm doing is praying for somebody. All I'm doing is what God tells me to do through His Word. And I pray for those people. But let me tell you this. If you're one of those people with that mouth, turn over to James, chapter James. Just turn backwards a few pages. Chapter 3. It's one of my favorite chapters. I just want to read a couple verses. Let's pick up in verse 8. James chapter 3, verse 8. But the tongue can no man tame, it is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith we curse, or therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed a blessing and curse. And listen to this, my brethren, these things ought not so to be. How can we? How can we praise God and then turn around and curse our brother? How can we praise God and go to church and stand up and sing all these praises and have that warm feeling in our heart and then go out on the street and beat the tar out of somebody because you're mad at somebody, something that happened in another state? And you call that justice? Justice is coming. And i got news for you. There's going to be a lot of people that don't like it. A lot of people. 
not okay to confess Christianity and still speak and act as though you walk with the world. It's not okay. Turn to 2 Timothy now. We're just going to be backing up, by the way. I'm, never, I'm not going to go the other way. We're, we're going to go this way. So 2 Timothy chapter 4. And I want to apologize, too. I've been doing a study on apostasy. <clears throat> and, and the next time I was going to preach, I was going to preach on apostasy. But this subject matter hit me really hard this week. So um, as you can see, I don't have my sermon. I just have a handwritten piece of paper that I'm going off from. So my apologies on that. Second Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 and 4 says this, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap for themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Why do I read that? Because these people that are walking the streets that are calling themselves Christians and defending their actions are following the teachings of false prophets. They're following the teachings of false teachers because they don't know the truth themselves. They haven't read it for themselves. And you've got some people that call themselves pastors that will stand up and support violence against your neighbor. I know everybody's probably heard of Westboro Baptist Church out of Kansas, I think it is. Westboro Baptist Church, it, it, it should be unlawful for them to have the term Baptist in their name. But West, Westboro Baptist Church out of Kansas, uh, they actually go and, and, and picket anything that has anything to do with patriotism. They actually picket the funerals of, of uh, service members. They've actually stirred the pot and started fights in the name of their beliefs. So you, you don't believe the same way I do. You're not reading the same Bible I'm reading, if that's you. And we got another, I forget this guy's name, but he's a, he's a Reverend Chuck Laurie or something. I, I think that's his name, and I may be mistaken, but it's Chuck something. I think it's Laurie. But anyway, this gentleman uh, has, has taken it upon himself to be um, the antagonist to President Trump. If President Trump tweets or if he puts out a message to the public on any social media, this man is there to call him the Antichrist. And he's actually called people to revolt against him. And he calls himself a minister. That's not a minister. That's not. He is, he's, he's got the spirit of Antichrist is what he's got. And people are following these false doctrines. They're following these false teachers. They're not listening to the truth. When you or I or somebody of a sound mind tries to tell people the truth, they mock you. I've had people ask me, what is truth? And it just, that's right there, reminds me of, of Pontius Pilate. What is truth? Your truth? No, the truth. That's the truth. People are believing false teachings. They're believing false prophets. They're believing, not even prophets, they're believing the media. They're believing George Soros. They're believing people that will uh, lead the masses in this revolt for the sake of destroying America because America, as we know, was founded on Christian principles and that eats a lot of people up. And they want to see it destroyed from the inside out and they're doing a good job. But part of our job, part of my job, part of Brother Howard's job, part of your job as a Christian 
is to warn our brothers and sisters. We're supposed to warn our brothers and sisters in Christ. We're supposed to warn the body of Christ. We're supposed to warn the church. And we're also to warn those outside of the church. We're not to render evil with evil. We are to tell them the truth. And either they accept it or they don't. And then we move on about our business. Turn back a few pages to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Listen to this. In case you think that I'm just crazy, because a lot of people are like, you're judgmental, you don't have the right. Listen to this. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. What Paul writes here. Now we exhort you, brethren... Warn them that are unruly. Let me stop there. You people that are rioting in the streets, you are unruly. Stop. It says, now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded. Support the weak. Be patient towards all men. And see that none render evil for evil unto any man. But ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Not just to the, the church, but to all men. So the Bible tells us the word of God, the inerrant, infallible, God-breathed word of God, says, do not render evil for evil unto any man. How can you justify what we are seeing in our country if you call yourself Christian? And if you are justifying it, then you're doing it in defiance of the Bible. That's the Word of God. And we should be telling each other the Word of God, not our opinions. We shouldn't be saying our opinions. Well, I think this is unfair, and I think that's... A... Look, there's a lot of things that I think are unfair, but I'm supposed to speak the truth. And I told you last week, if, if, if you were... I think it was last week, I was talking about... When you're talking to somebody and you're trying to talk from your own mind, you might get uh, uh, start stumbling over your words and they might ridicule you. They might even get the upper hand on you in an argument or a discussion because you're coming up with the words out of your own mind. Start quoting them the Bible. Open up the Bible and read them the Bible. If they argue then, they're arguing against God. And I don't say that to be, I don't say we should, you know, be argumentative with anybody. But we are to speak the truth and we're supposed to love, and right now we're seeing our country torn apart. And people are loving it. And whether these people, I, I'm going to throw a rock right now, whether these people that are out gallivanting and destroying businesses and burning cop cars and killing people for the name of justice, whether you know it or not, the same person, the same person responsible for killing George Floyd is the same person responsible for manipulating you. And it's safe. This is not a skin problem. It's a sin problem. Right. Right. We have a sin problem, not just in this nation, but in the world. And until we come to grips with the sin that we have and confess it and repent and turn from it as a nation, we're going to be faced with this every day. I don't care... You could have a you could have a nation of all white people, and you know what's going to happen? You're going to have the same stuff that's going on right now. You can have a nation of all black people. You know what's going to happen? You're going to have the same stuff that's going on right now 
until you deal with the sin that's in your heart. Right. Amen. But right now, it's not about that. It's about releasing the hounds. It's about being destructive and tearing America apart. That's what it's about. That's right. And that's my point. They're being manipulated by the devil. We know, we just did a little Sunday school for two weeks on, on the devil, talking about his characteristics and what he's up to. We know that he's sly. And who, and who does he affect the most? The weak-minded. And who are the weak-minded? The ones that don't know Christ because they don't even know that Satan exists. They don't believe in him. And they give him much more power. Now, I've had some people say, oh, well, what do you know? You think you know everything. No, I don't. No, I do not. I don't profess to know everything. I don't try to be a know-it-all. I remember uh, 1 Corinthians 4, 4, which was a memory verse for me last week. It says, for I know nothing by myself. Yet am I not hereby justified, but it is the Lord who judges me. The Lord judges me. The Lord is who gives me my word. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying this again. I'm not saying this to, to puff myself up. I'm saying this to motivate you and to motivate other Christians and to motivate those that are outside the body of Christ to come to Christ and to get on their knees and to repent and ask for forgiveness because he is faithful to forgive those that are faithful to ask for forgiveness. He will forgive you. And you can be saved and have an eternity with him. Just stop the madness. Everything that I do and everything that you do should be pointing to Christ. And look, I'm no different than, than I'm mad too. I'm angry. I'm angry that George Floyd lost his life. As soon as I saw it in anger, a man lost his life. I've seen that person. It's nothing, nothing, there's no words to describe it. Nothing at all. It's not about a color of a man's skin, a human life for senselessness. And what I saw was the evil man kill an innocent man. Right. we got to do something. What we need to do is get back in the Bible. What we need to do, we need to pray. As Christians, we're right. right. Well, there was there was more of them then. But I'm going to tell you this. I, I told you I get angry. I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I'm hurt. I'm upset, not just at, at George Floyd losing his life. I'm upset at the people that have lost their life since trying to quiet down the right. Trying to do their job and go home to their family. It's a tough job. I would not want to be an, a police officer. That's right. But you know what? Even in these times, especially in these times, I find peace in Christ. I do. I go to my little hot box on my back porch that I call my office. And uh, I pray, and I read His Word. And I pray, and I read His Word. Yes, yes. Turn, turn to Philippians 4, uh, chapter 4 with me, please. 
find my peace in Jesus. I find my peace in His Word. And I'm going to tell you, um, well, you know the Scripture. Be, be angry and sin not. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. You know that Scripture. But let's read Philippians 4, 5-7. through 7. It says this, Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand, and I'm letting the whole world know each and every day. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The peace of God, even at this time, I pray for George Floyd's family, I pray for the officer's family, I pray for the families of the, of the, the, the shop owners that lost their life defending their property. I pray that God gives them peace and comfort and strength during this very trying time in our our life. And I also pray for the ones who are running the streets, the ones who are following the leaders, the ones who are going out and stealing and damaging property and and injuring people and even taking their life. I pray for their hearts. I pray that they will repent. I pray that God will remove the veil from them and draw them to Him, that they will see what they are doing. Because even they can be saved. And only God can change their heart. Richie cannot change their heart. So I pray that He does. That I find peace in Jesus. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm running out of time. I'm going to try to get through my last little bit of notes here. And then, but um, I'm, I'm going to try to be obedient. And that was the, the message of tonight on the title of a message to be obedient, obedient children as obedient children I try to be obedient every day since the Lord revealed to me what I'm supposed to be doing since I finally listened and I realized that everybody, these people that are running the street they may be where I was 4 or 5 years ago in their heart they may be where I was 10 years ago in my heart they may just be following the crowd because the crowd's doing it, not realizing how bad they are behaving. They may see nothing wrong with it because it's the way they were raised. It's accepted. But I'm going to tell you, there's one that can change it. And it's God Almighty, the Holy Spirit. I believe it in my heart, and I believe that if we all pray, if we all pray, that God can change it. He can change them. I'm going to do what God tells me to do. I'm going to rejoice always in the Lord. I'm going to pray for the lost. I'm going to pray for the saved who have backslidden. And I'm going to be at peace and have the peace that passes all understanding while I think on the things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, good. That's what I'm going to do. That's what we all should do. Right now we see the works of the flesh encompassing our country. How do I know that it's the works of the flesh? Well, let's turn back. We're almost done. Turn back to Galatians chapter 5. What we are seeing in our country right now is the works of the flesh. Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21 says this. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, now check this out, hatred, 
variance, emulations, wrath, strife, which I just talked about a week ago, I think, at Sunday school, cease from strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, uh, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I've also told you in times past, that they which do, listen, they which do these things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And I know that I preach at a, a, a church of 100 people or less in Podunk, Putnam County, Florida. And I know that nobody's probably watching that video. But if you're watching this video, please know that if you're behaving this way, you're not walking with Christ and you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Stop it. I implore you. Not because I care what happens down here in a temporal world. Because I want you to go to heaven. Jesus wants you to go to heaven. And there's only one way. That should put the fear of God. Those words right there should put the fear of God to people that are seeking revenge and afflicting wrath in our country. Across our community. You shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Well, you're being judgmental. Listen, we're, we're known by our fruit. Jesus said it himself. Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by his fruit. Matthew 12, 33. And what should obedient children's fruit be? Well, you're right there in Galatians 5, look at 22 and 23. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Listen. These are the things that we should be dwelling on. These are the things that we should be thinking on. These are the things that should be exuding out of our bodies, even when we're angry, even when we're upset, even when it seems like justice is not justice. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. He didn't create me to go around being God's policeman. He didn't create me to go around and, uh, and punish people for being sinful. He created me to glorify Him and to tell people about how to become uh, a Christian, how to, how to be accepted into heaven, to accept Jesus Christ. He created us for His glory. And right now, we're not glorying anybody down here. We're glorifying ourselves for our own vain glory. So you can get a big screen TV. Is that what George Floyd's life was? It was worth a big screen TV? And then I hear the, the, the defense of all oh, those companies are big companies. they got enough money. They'll rebuild. And that came out of Christian life. Gotta be ashamed of yourself. Pray. I pray for this country dearly because it breaks my heart. That's not why I serve my country. I didn't serve my country for this. That's right. We should be obedient children. So if you're a Christian and you're following these false leaders and false stopping, repent, ask for forgiveness, and get back on track. Get your nose back in the Bible. Start 
being pleasing unto God, walking with Christ, doing as He tells you to do. And you're not going to know what He's telling you to do unless you read the Bible. All right, I'm going to shut up. We're done for tonight. Brother Bubba, will you dismiss us in prayer, please?